Welcome back to Dragoncast Z. I'm your host, Juan. John, unfortunately, will not be with us here today. He has a slight family emergency he has to take care of. Nothing crazy is going on. Everyone's okay, but, you know, he just has to you know, just make sure everything's good over there on that end. Today is going to be kind of like a quick and dirty recap on this episode because it is a filler and there's really not much going on in this episode. And the episode we are covering today is episode 33 and it is called The Legend of a Dragon. And right before we jump into this, please don't forget to drop us a review on um, Apple or Spotify or whatever platform allows you to drop a review. It helps us greatly. It doesn't matter if it's like a two-star, three-star, one-star, whatever it is. Any type of feedback works to help us out to kind of gauge what everyone's interests are and things like that. But to jump into this episode, so the the episode pretty much just starts off. It's Goku looking for the Dragon Ball still. He's on, he's, you know, he's on the flying Nimbus and he's getting really hungry. So he starts looking for food or what he calls a snack tree. While he's looking for the snack tree... He finds a piece of fruit and he goes to he he grabs the fruit. He gets ready to eat it. He has its hand and he's about to take a bite out of this thing. And this monkey just comes out of nowhere, takes the fruit from him. So he chases the monkey because he wants he wants his fruit back. Turns out it's like it's like a ma like a mommy. It's a mom monkey. And it was bringing it. It was bringing the food to her baby. So it's this mom monkey with a baby monkey. And she starts feeding him, and Goku's like, "All right, well, I can't, I can't be a jerk. I can't take this fruit back, you know." So he kind of like enjoys the scenery there, watching the baby monkey eat the fruit. And this like panther like sneaks up on like the monkeys, and pretty much on Goku too, and jumps to go attack like the monkeys. And Goku notices, and he ends up saving the monkeys. And he like kicks the, kicks and punches the the panther, and it runs off. So then. Like, the monkeys decide to reward Goku. Apparently, like, there's, like, a whole, like, tribe of these monkeys. And it seems like they... I would say they understand English pretty well. Because they're able to, like, interact with Goku. And they, they lead Goku to his, like, area. And they give him, like, all the fruit he could eat. So much fruit. And he, like... He eats so much that he ends up falling asleep. Then, while Goku's sleeping, you see, like, the monkeys discover the five-star Dragon Ball. It was, like, up in a tree, and they discover it, and they kind of, like, they don't know what it is, so they're, like, hissing and stuff at it. Like, they're getting, like, kind of combative with the with the Dragon Ball, and then, like, the little baby monkey that we were introduced to ends up, like, playing with the Dragon Ball, and they see everything's okay with it. And then, like, then we flash over to Colonel Silver. Now, he's at the Red Ribbon Army headquarters, and he's he's presumably training. He's in, like, this gym, and there, he's in a boxing ring, and he's getting ready to fight this guy. And he like effortlessly defeats this guy. Literally, does like a quick little combo. Like the guy swings on him, and he like knocks the dude's like hand away, and then like punches him and KOs him with one hit. Apparently, like they're these are professional boxers, so that's one down. And then he's got three more professional boxers on standby for him to fight. So he basically tells them all to come at him at once. So they do. And they look angry. They look so mad at him. I think just because, like, he seems so cocky, especially after, like, knocking the other guy out. No problem. And, like, and he, and he, uh, like, threw the guy out of the ring, mind you, when he, like, knocked him out. He, like, 
hit him so hard he went flying out of the ring into like some chairs. And so now Colonel Silver's fighting three guys at once. And he does the same thing, cleans them up all one by one. Like he like he moves so fast to like like he like dodges their their moves so effortlessly and they're like so confused. And it almost looks like it almost looks like he could do like um it almost looks like he can do um the after image technique almost. Like he's almost fast enough to do that. So he he ends up knocking each one of these guys out one by one. No problem. One hit each of them. And then basically Colonel Silver gets called to meet with Commander Red. So he gets cleaned up, goes to Commander's Red office. And the second he opens the door, Commander Red has like this like pet. For lack of better words, I'm going to call it a pet cat. This is like what this is how I picture cats because I don't like cats. But it but it's not a cat. It's like this little like demonic feline thing. Right. And it, like, it's, this thing's super quick. And, like, as soon as Colonel Silver comes to the door, it, like, jumps at him and does, like, jumps off, like, the ceiling and the wall and, like, and then just scratches Colonel Silver's face. Like, he dodges in time, but it, like, leaves a scratch on his face and draws, like, a little bit of blood. And then it goes back to Commander Red's lap where it was and, it, like, hisses. And then Commander Red's, like, oh, the that's impressive that you were able to to move like that those reflexes were uh were good and he goes the last guy who came through that door lost an eye and i'm like why do you why does why do you just let this thing attack people you're meeting with like these people aren't threatening you or anything so why are you just letting this thing attack them so that was like that was weird i don't know if this like cat thing is going to play a major role i mean well not a major role but any significant of a role in the future but we'll see and then oh and also he says like the guy that lost the eye is is no longer with us implying that the the soldier was executed or something you know like i don't know if maybe he was executed for not being able to dodge the cat or if somehow from losing his eye he died i don't know but they don't really lead into that at all so commander red tells colonel silver like you know you got what it takes to go far in this in this army and then Silver agrees with him and tells him he's pleased to serve the Red Ribbon Army. And uh, Red basically is like, yeah, well, you're going to keep serving it. And then we kind of like, they have like this like weird, that was like their weird interaction that kind of had like not much of a point. And then we uh, we jump to, now we jump to Krillin and Master Roshi. You know, Krillin's just doing like push-ups and Master Roshi's basically just like overseeing it and they're hanging out with Launch. And they start to they start to eat some food, and then Master Roshi starts telling Krillin about the legend of the Dragon Balls. So basically, long story short, he tells Krillin that it used to be one single giant orb created by the gods. Well, now in hindsight, we know it's not really created by the gods. Like they're technically demigods or like demi demigods, but they're not even really gods because they're like I don't know. It's they're Namekians, so like they're they're just other beings. But whatever. That's not here nor there. We'll we'll cross that bridge later on at some point. Apparently, it was just it was one single orb, and it was causing chaos because it was just too easy, like to an extent, because you only had to find one orb. So it was kind of like too easy for people to get a hold of this. So a lot of people were just getting it and asking for their, like immense power and wealth and things like that. So it kind of like got out of hand, and people were waging wars out of greed, which supposedly angered the gods who then split it into seven orbs and that's why we have seven dragon balls 
So basically, they're kind of you know weeding out the the competition here by making it harder to to achieve this. And then after they talk about the story, they all talk about what they would like to wish for. And then Roshi like kind of wish like wonders what he would wish for. But then he you know he's looking at launch and he's like he's like oh yeah I know what I'd wish for you know. But then launch as um, launch is like oh Roshi what would you want like a new tour like a new turtle shell or a bigger island or world peace and happiness and roshi just says ah, i wouldn't wish for anything but secretly you know he's thinking that he would wish to see launches underwear still kind of a waste kind of a waste of a wish if you ask me and then krillin already has like an idea and suspects that because of how perverted he knows roshi is and then that's basically like the only interaction we get to see with them but it's nice to like see krillin and master roshi launch again and then, like, Master Roshi ends up yelling at Krillin that, like, you know, don't think, like, don't think to get, like, the Dragon Balls and wish to be strong or anything like that. You've got to be like everybody else. You better go outside and earn it. And Krillin jumps out the window and just starts working out. So it was, like, it was nice banter. It definitely got a chuckle out of me there. And then now we jump back. We jump all the way back to Goku now. And then this is where we get cuts between, like, Goku and the Red Ribbon Army. Because cause, uh, Commander Red... Commander Red showed Colonel Silver where the next Dragon Ball location was. Well, he actually showed him like where the next three were. Basically, sends him out there, sends him to this like forest, and tells him like, do whatever it takes, burn the place down if you have to, find that Dragon Ball. So Colonel Silver starts rolling up with like tanks and all these machines and soldiers, and they start like searching the jungle. Meanwhile, the the monkeys are playing with this Dragon Ball still, and the baby monkey has it. And then Goku wakes up and he sees. He just happens to like check the dragon radar and he sees the dragon ball is moving away from him. So he starts like pursuing the, the dragon ball and eventually two soldiers end up discovering the dragon ball because the monkey's playing with it and it drops it. All of a sudden the monkey goes back and runs up to the dragon ball and grabs it and the guys, the soldiers yell at the monkey and tell him to drop the ball and they start shooting at this monkey and I mean they are shooting like unloading magazines. And I was like, dang, this monkey's dead. But they all, they survived. They survived. So we're back to, to John's theory that no one's using real bullets. And and the monkeys, like, start running away with the ball and stuff. And so, like, so during all this, like, Colonel Silver's men are burning the forest. And Goku sees all this. And he gets mad. So he decides to, like, attack them. And he actually confronts Silver. So this is, like, the first time Silver and Goku meet. And so now, like, Goku's, like, fighting Colonel Silver's men, but not Silver himself. He, like, I guess cannot be bothered by this. And then, like, they end up... Goku, like, beats all the soldiers, and then they, like, bring out a tank to fight him. And so Goku ends up picking up this giant boulder. Like, I'd probably say, like, half the size of, like, the boulder Master Roshi originally made them move to uh, for him to train with them, or for them to train with him. And he ends up throwing this boulder onto the tank and crushes it. Now, like, Colonel Silver and his soldiers show up again, and that's when Goku recognizes him being the person who attacked the Ox King, and Silver threatens to kill Goku, but Goku just stands there. He, he's not scared. He's not scared of Silver. He's not scared of anybody. And then that's when the mom monkey and the baby monkey holding the Dragon Ball end up, like, swinging by them. And meanwhile, like, they, those two have been able to not get shot, and they've been able to stay away and everything 
and they come swinging by and that's when they catch colonel silver's eye and goku ends up chasing after them colonel silver stands still and demands that the soldier next to him give him his rifle and colonel silver starts lining up the shot and um, and the soldier goes that's an impossible shot it's too far you're not going to hit him colonel silver does not even try to hit the the monkeys this man shoots the branch that the monkey is about to grab onto and it ends up falling down this gorge well the, i mean the dragon ball ends up falling down the gorge but goku who was chasing them ends up jumping and he ends up saving the two monkeys lives oddly enough he grabs them by their tail so you think he wouldn't do something like that considering he knows how sensitive his his, his tail is but he ends up grabbing them by their tail and saves their lives but the dragon ball falls down into this river and just proceeds to float downstream and that's where like the episode ends you don't know what like what's about to happen in a sense like i mean you know colonel Silver's gonna chase after because he like tells his men to chase after the ball anyways but like now goku's like stuck hanging off a cliff holding on to two monkeys trying to save their lives but that pretty much does us in for uh for this episode the next episode is called cruel general red and so like i said previously now this episode is not filler this is this all has to do with like the manga of course like they're probably gonna put a little bit of like the monkey stuff in the beginning of the next episode but i mean that's understandable uh just to point out like some some issues and things with this episode uh when masaroshi explains the origin of the dragon balls how they used to be one giant idol of a dragon this conflicts with the rest of the manga and anime where kami created the dragon the dragon balls however this is the this is only given as a tale that roshi had heard which probably was a legend with no real basis so like so that's like where where they could cop out and be like hey man it was just something roshi heard it's not the actual story of the dragon balls and then also the fact that that would be a plot hole like it really shouldn't come to much of a surprise because a lot of the fillers are like that they kind of like deviate a little bit so it's nothing too crazy nothing you could really like get hung up on and then there was there was an issue in this in this episode and i caught on to this too uh where i told you how like commander red showed um colonel silver were three other dragon ball locations where commander red states and this isn't a dub, mind you. I don't know if they did it in the sub, but in the dub, Commander Red says that he needs four more Dragon Balls, but they only have one. So in reality, they only need they need six. They need all of them still. So that was like a, a, a weird little thing there. And then this is this is another episode once again where the sub version has a song that we do not get in the dub version they end up getting that song i think they already played it once before um but it's called dragon ball densetsu i'm pretty sure i remember i remember this name they definitely played this like a few episodes back also. but that's it that's gonna do it for us this week message me on instagram or on discord whatever you like the links are all below in the show notes here and until next time take care